What's going on, guys? It's the Pirate Drinker here from Intel Gaming Radio. And, well, I'd like to apologize for not being in an episode yesterday. I honestly kind of just fell off and forgot, which is kind of a disgrace, considering I do listen to the entertainment rundown before going to sleep. That and the sports rundown occasionally. And speaking of sports, there's actually something non-gaming related I would like to talk about today. And I know you're probably thinking, he had nothing set up for today, he's just trying to half-ass this one. But no, I actually do have some news for today. And not really news, but more something I like to talk about. And a little bit of impressions. Anyway, if you guys would like to hear about the non-gaming news, I have... about Well, not news, but non-gaming topic. Just stick around and I'll let you guys know. There's no easy way for me to say this, so I'm just going to be quick and easy about it. Double Fighters revealed two new characters today, but not voluntarily, I guess? I usually consider these leaks because, considering this not supposed to be known over here in the Americas yet, but it has been revealed that Piccolo and Krillin will be the last two characters being brought in for the non-character roster at the time. There will be additional characters, I'm sure, but at the moment there will be nine characters. So, a part of the regular characters and the just the trunks, we now also have Krillin and Piccolo, which kind of the whole villain, villain hero thing that's going on. I still consider it to be kind of balanced, considering that well, Vegeta and Piccolo both used to be evil. So, uh, we kind of have that. Not much as I can really comment on that, but it is very interesting that my boy Krillin will be in here. Because <laughs> honestly, I'm pretty sure pretty sure you guys have different opinions of who you probably would have put in there besides Piccolo and Krillin. I know there's a couple of people out there who actually really do like Yamcha and Tien, but eh, you never know. They might get added as DLC. Who knows? Another thing I would like to talk to you guys about is I I tried out the Destiny 2 beta today and it is okay, but also somewhat disappointing. Well, at least to me. Not to I'm not saying it disappointed most people, but it kind of disappointed me a little bit. The reason why it disappointed me is because 90% of the content is everything we saw at the gameplay premiere. And the reason why it angers me a little bit is the fact that if you watch the gameplay premiere, you literally seen everything in this beta, besides some of the tweaks that you did in the, in the story mission. And since that's all we really get, that's, that didn't really tickle my fancy enough to kind of justify my pre-order here. Especially if you're a person who pays theirs in full. So, it's kind of a pain. That's how I look at it. It wasn't a bad beta, and I am enjoying it. Well, not now, because I'm not playing it right now. But, I enjoyed it for what it is. It's a beta to test out 
all the extra features and things that ha are in the game. But it kind of hurts me that the only thing that is different is that we actually play the beginning, like a proper beginning of a mission, instead of starting like a third of the way in, and then you cut off another third. So, they did tweak a few things, so I can appreciate that. But it's still kind of annoying that if you watch the game premiere, you literally saw 90% of the beta. The only thing I believe that they're going to be adding in for this beta is the fact that we can actually go to the farm, which we also did see during the gameplay trailer, well, the gameplay reveal. Not a lot, but a little bit. And but the re other reason why that's annoying is because that's not coming out to the last day of the beta. So, say you decided, you know what? Uh, I can't play today because I gotta work. Say I gotta work. I can will not be able to see what the farm looks like. If you guys know what the farm is, the farm is this new social space considering, well, the tower and the city got blown to bits by the Cabal or the Red Legion. But those are more or less my thoughts on it. It's still fun. I'll still play with my friends. But the amount of content they decided to provide for this beta was very disappointing. Like, um, I discussed this with my friends today, too. All we kept thinking was, what other small tidbits they could have gave us, so that way we would have a little bit more. Someone said patrol, but then again, I thought, mm, that would have still kind of, like, revealed a little too much about the world we're going to be on. So, like, maybe it was, like, a, just a nut, like an extra mission or an extra strike. And a side mission, even. It would have been fine. But it's just, like, everything we saw, besides the campaign mission, Homecoming, we really saw during the, the gameplay reveal. So, it was just annoying for me. I'm saying I'm pretty much, like, repeating myself, but that's pretty much all I got to go on. The, they didn't have enough... The game was fun, the classes were great, but there was not enough content. Because if you, let's say you actually just said, I want to play the mission itself, you'll be done with that mission within a half hour. And then you want to play the strike, just because you want to play the strike. Alright, cool. That'll take you maybe anywhere from another half hour to 40 minutes. Well, half hour to an hour to be generous. You'll put and they say you're not a multiplayer person. I don't like playing the multiplayer because I know people are way better at this game than me. So I'm just not gonna hop into PvP and expect me to win most engagements I get into. So I just stay away from it. Well, now you're kind of just well. I you pretty much finished the entirety of the beta within two hours. Two hours, maybe three at most, if you're really are trying to get used to it, and you play through all three characters, you'll probably get maybe ten. Like, nah, okay, maybe four hours. Anyway, that's about it. Now, there's one last thing I need to talk about. And usually I'm not a big sports guy. So a lot of this stuff that's happening is kind of going over my head. But I kind of can't avoid not talking about this.
Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. Honestly, I don't know exactly what's happening with that. I all I understand is that these two are pretty much are gonna be brawling, and I just kind of won't put my two cents in. The amount of shit talking that is going on, I actually really like it. Even though that Floyd Mayweather can't trash talk worth a damn compared to uh, compared to Connor, it's still great. I I like it. I like it, but what I really want to focus on is the fight itself. Um, I was listening to a podcast recently called The Secret Podcast, and one of the guys just kept being definitive, like, Connor's going to win, Connor's going to win, Connor's going to win, no matter what, and I don't know, Connor could just walk into that ring, put put his hands up and beat Mayweather's ass. You never know. Mayweather has been doing this for a while, though. So he could probably walk into the ring, tap freaking McGregor in the freaking face, like maybe four or five times, knock his ass to the floor. You never know what's happening. But my issue was, he kept, we were trying to like, the guys in the podcast are trying to like compare where McGregor is in his field and where Mayweather is in his field. So, if you guys don't know, Conor McGregor is an MMA fighter, while Floyd Mayweather is the best boxer in the world. So, and I don't mean that objectively, it is actually factual, he is the best boxer in the world. So, when you're looking at that and you're still trying to say that there is no doubt that Conor McGregor is going to win, that's very skeptical in so many ways. The reason why it kind of annoyed me when I heard on that podcast was because they were comparing Mayweather skills to McGregor's skills. MMA, you can punch, kick, grapple, and all of that stuff. While in boxing, you can only punch. That's all you can do. Bop a dude in the face. That's all you can really do. And then, you know, yeah, it would be a lot easier if I just use his name. Dino was pretty much saying, yeah, but his, like, it doesn't matter. They're both in the same range. They're still going to be boxing. That's about it. That's not, like, it's still going to be a fair fight. Like, what do you, what, no, 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 that's not how it works. No matter how you look at it, Mayweather is going to have the advantage. The, the only reason why he has the advantage is because boxing has been his life for all of these years. While May, while McGregor is just tiptoeing his ass up the steps and knocking on the fucking door. So, what in the hell makes you think that they're on equal footing just because McGregor moved up two weight classes and took both belts. That's okay, and that makes sense. Because, yeah, that means he's just that good at MMA. That doesn't mean about fucking boxing. And I feel like I'd probably get a lot... I'd probably be able to figure this out a lot easier if I actually watched a lot of MMA and looked into, like, how McGregor fights when he's doing MMA compared to how... Mayweather fights when he boxes 
be a lot easier to try and compare everything. But you know what? I might I might do that before the actual fight happens, or maybe a little bit after, and I didn't spoil myself for it. And I might bring my brother JD in on it because he's the MMA guy in the house. I don't know anything when it comes to MMA and shit like that, so I might have to drag him in here and see if he can help us out on that. Anyway, I just want to put my two cents in on the matter. And also, if you ever do hear this dino, aka Matthew J, fuck you. I don't care. Your argument was fucking stupid. <laughs>